Welcome back, Kittitas Valley Sports Talk listeners, to your Rodeo Edition podcast here on the mic. I am Eric Sorensen, here with John Gudat in the Big Country Studios, brought to you by the McGregor Company and the world-famous Allensburg Rodeo, sponsoring the podcast. John, welcome back to the Rodeo. It's comfortable here in the... uh Big Country Media Studios. The heater is on. The hydration is cold. <laughs> Turns and, out if you uh, turn the heater on at noon, it gets warm by 5 o'clock. So I, it, is o'clock. it is balmy. It is balmy. It is gorgeous. Here. That's right. And you know what? Yeah. The Gregor Company and the Ellsberg Rodeo, they keep the uh, power bill going here. Yep. Appreciate those guys. And as we are about to start recording, I opened up the old Facebook, right? Mm-hmm. And 29 minutes ago, on this day, a big week leading into the NFR, uh, I get to see this post. Uh, what an honor for the Ellsworth Rodeo. They get to win the Extreme Bull Committee of the Year. That's it's, huge. It's much deserved. I mean, you and I were obviously biased toward uh, Ellsberg and Ellsberg Rodeo, Ellsberg Extreme Bulls and everything like that, but it is much deserved. And, and I'll tell you what, the Extreme Bulls has always gone through Ellsberg. It is from, from day one. The prototype event in 2002 when they're like, hey, let's try something different. And then Ellensburg just blew it out of the water. And then 2002, let's fast forward to 2021. I mean, every single year, Extreme Bowls is synonymous with Ellensburg. And it's a much-deserved, much-overdue uh, honor. And my hat is off to them. Absolutely. looks pretty uh, pretty fun down there. And if you're trying to get a hold of one of the board members tonight, they're probably not going to answer their phones. Because it looks probably like the whole not. board's down there getting the award, the picture of the award night. It's back number night, from what you said. Yep. And... Uh, uh, it's exciting times down there in Vegas right now because I believe there's a big rodeo about to happen. I, I've heard about it. Uh, <laughs> I've uh, uh, rumor has it that I've seen it a few times, and that rumor is true. And and uh, Vegas and 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 the NFR is just it's you know there's plenty of great places that you can host the NFR, but Vegas just does an incredible job. Of course, last year it being a Globe Life Field in in uh, in Arlington last year they did a an incredible incredible job last year and uh but it's it's cool to see vegas because vegas knows what they're doing they do it very very well and the payouts are great and it's easy to get to Mm -hmm. selfishly it's easy to get to and yeah it's a it's an awesome event and you know there's so many people who go down to vegas for the nfr they don't even go to the nfr right they'll watch it in the casinos on those closed uh closed circuit mm-hmm. or whatever TVs where they're, you know, funnel the, the uh, live broadcast right into the casinos. And so you can sit in the sports book and lounge and in the same kind of comfortable couches we're sitting in now yep. and, and, uh, and just watch the rodeo or they'll go for a cowboy Christmas. or they'll go for the autographs or, mm-hmm. you know, or, or just to see who's who and uh, Vegas in early December, it's a place to be. Absolutely. You know, it's, I was thinking about that today as I was watching all the baseball signings, right? And it was a good thing they had the rodeo in Texas last year because the Texas Rangers could make all their moves they've been making, the money they're spending. <laughs> but uh, that's for the podcast later in the week. Um, but, no, you're right. It's kind of fun. You know, in the world that we've been living in and all this stuff that's gone on, I feel like the last big thing that needs to happen in the sports world, we've had all the other sports going on, is the is the NFR. We've had the World Series. Football's gone on. We had a full season last year in the Super Bowl. But the NFR back in Vegas, you know, it, it is – it is cool having it down or how it was in Texas, but I know you're right. Like I've been down there a few times mm-hmm. and I think I've gone to the rodeo once mm-hmm. and you're right. And then I, I am one that does like to be in per- person, but when yeah. you're sitting at, 
the goalies or whatever the bar is. Yeah. Treasure Island, watching it with the half of Ellensburg already down there. Mm-hmm. It's pretty yeah. special. It's pretty so, awesome. And, and you say that. So half of Ellensburg is already down there. So mm-hmm. you can... You know the guys are the guys, families, ladies that are going to be down there. You know everybody has their favorite hotel that they go to, or they got some game plans, or they're going to do this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. You know, there's great concerts down there as well that that kind of go in line with the with the the Western way of life. And and uh, but then even beyond Ellensburg's borders, you can see a bunch of people you might see at a at a favorite rodeo outside of the county or. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're if you're taking the the one thing that I do remember, uh, the second time that my wife and I went was, you know, we took a shuttle bus from whatever hotel it was, uh, to the Thomas and Mac, and all you're doing you're just sitting there in traffic, mm-hmm. right? Um, but you're with a bunch of strangers, like fifty strangers in a bus, but you guys are all best friends, mm-hmm. you know, because you go into the NFR, everybody's excited. I'm I'm kind of just shaking just thinking yeah. about it because. It is really fun, but back to what you were saying, you've gone to it one time, but every time you've been down in Vegas for the NFR, it's still a great time. Oh, yeah. The Cowboy Christmas, you know, my wife enjoys that way more than I do, unfortunately, but I enjoyed the first few times going through it instead of going, I don't know how many times we've been through that thing, but the best part about it is there's beer gardens every so many blocks of how big this the shopping center is. Oh, it's huge. It's awesome. Right? You I mean, go over you there need and get to some hydrate. Pops you have that's to right. hydrate. You have to. And um, I, I would say I would say this. I am, um, I'm not a shopper. I would agree with you on that, but it's pretty cool. It's hey, really cool. You want to see there. the coolest gun safes in the world? Yeah. There. It's all, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's not just like a, it's not Christmas shopping where you're stuck in the corner of JC Pennies. There and, is and, the, and scrolling. It's yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. You're, yeah. there is so much to go see and it is really awesome. And my favorite thing is, um, to me, I'm enamored when I watch, uh, felt hats getting mm-hmm. steamed and and, yeah. and molded and stuff i could watch that all day every day but i do like to watch little you know roving tutorials or you know flint's uh, outside the barrel stuff that he does and mm-hmm. and uh so yes um i will admit that i will every time i'm down there for the nfr cowboy christmas is a stop mm-hmm. now do I partake in some of the uh, clothing um, purchasing? Yes, I do. As yeah. in, yes, babe, use this card <laughs> to, to pay for it, and and uh, yeah. I will admit, they do have some cool deals down there. When well, you get do. to the, it was the cinch bag of that year. You get the bags if you buy so much junk, right? Mm-hmm. And I bought enough junk to get the bag. But I guess I wore it eventually. <laughs> and then my bag got broke. You know, the long story different different thing but no it's exciting times it starts on thursday night we're recording this on tuesday of the of the opening round mm-hmm. um it's gonna be a good week there's a lot of stories that as always there's a lot of stories for this thing yeah but uh i'm just excited i'm excited to have something for the next 10 nights yeah you just you know we'll, we'll schedule our day around you know our mm-hmm. evening around at uh 6 30 6 45 you know you, you pop on the tv and um i like listening to like the little stories, you know, you and I follow rodeo. We've been mm-hmm. rodeo fans for years and, and, uh, for forever really. And, and, uh, there's just little things like, Oh, I didn't know that. Or I'd heard about that. And the rumor is true kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, and you know, I, I've never rooted against anybody, but there are a few people that I'm always rooting for. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, so you have your favorite event or you got your favorite cowboy or barrel racer or breakaway roper and, We'll talk about all that here in a little bit, but uh, um, 
It's just a fun time. And yeah. you just want everybody to make money. Right. Just make some money. Get yourself uh, some spending money for to kick off the 2022 season well or to get, you know, fund the chores or around the house or purchases that you need to do. And mm-hmm. you just want guys to make money. And it's actually kind of an interesting. I was listening to a conversation the other day with our past guest, Justin McKee. And yes. he was having another podcast with somebody and, and talking about how if you go to a major sporting event of, you know, the basketball, football, baseball, you're going to have a room full of the people, right? Yep. There's going to be autograph lines and everything. And they were talking about drawing the crowd to rodeo and trying to be more of a fandom rather than just, I'm going to the rodeo and going to see the horses, right? Right. So the one of the cool parts about the NFR, in my opinion, and that leading to that conversation, this is the, the who's who every night because yep. they're not, you know, the number one, just for instance, let's just pick up, uh, uh, let's go, we got Stetson Wright. Right, he's he's gonna be. You might be in Ellensburg on Sunday, but he could be somewhere in Wall Wall uh, yep. on the same Sunday. Exactly. So, so this is a, the situation. The who's who. Um, you're gonna have the best no matter what, right? Top fifteen in the world will be there on the same night. So it's kind of a cool, and I think it's a good thing for rodeo and building the brand. Just people be able to watch this and say, these are the stars. These are the stars of rodeo. It's not gonna be. We hope someone's here tonight because they're all going to be there for 10 nights in a row. You know, I'll, I'll compare it with this. I will compare the Cowboys to the rough stock, meaning so you, you're, there's three pens of rough stock. You've got your eliminator pen. You've got your, mm-hmm. you've got your opening pen. You've got your eliminators. And then you've got your TV pen, mm-hmm. the ones that you're guaranteed we're going to see an arena record or multiple guys are going to go 90 or multiple bulldoggers are going to be in the low threes or whatever, whatever mm-hmm. it is, pick your event. And I think, you know, you talk about the who's who a excellent example about Stetson, right? Hey, I'm in Allsburg on Wednesday. Well, shoot. Or on, uh, on Sunday. Well, shoot, I got tickets for Saturday. Right. Whereas we got the TV pen of the top 15 of each event Every single night, and that you do build your brand on that mm-hmm. the, for the casual, for the casual people who might not care about averages or go around money or where are they at in the placing, but they know oh that's right I've heard about that guy mm-hmm. oh tough Cooper Trevor Brazil who's now retired or yeah. you know you you name it, Haley Kenzel whatever mm-hmm. and uh, it, you got to it's a perfect TV watching if you're right. out there in person. It's like going to the Mariners game and not seeing Griffey playing that day when he was still playing, right? Yeah. So yeah, that's exactly. the, that's the, you're going to have, you're going to have a bunch Which, of nights in a row of, by the way, the last, the last year that Griffey did play, I remember I went to two games that year, both times he was on the bench. That yeah. sucks. So just ruined my point right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, let's take a quick break from the McGregor company and we'll get in the nuts and bolts of what's about to happen in the next week. Going to give my opinion. Absolutely. We'll be right back. I'm Ian McGregor of The McGregor Company. There are so many decisions that are required to produce a successful crop, from selecting the right variety, rotation, nutrition, or crop protection, management is a full-time job. At The McGregor Company, we view our role as that of a partner. It's not about making a sale, it's about producing the best crop to help our customers succeed. What we earn here, we invest here, just as we have for more than 130 years. The McGregor Company, your partner for success. All right, we're back after that great message from the McGregor Company, keeping the valley green, keeping it growing. 
for many years, and they'll be here for many years to come. So thank you to those guys. Again, thank you to the world-famous Ellensburg Rodeo. Congratulations on your committee of the year for the Extreme Bulls. Super excited. We have uh, two pretty awesome sponsors on the Rodeo podcast, so super excited about that. Okay, let's, we're going to get into the nuts and bolts of, the, of this week. We got our fantasy rodeo lineups in front of us. You know, it's a fun week. You know, you also don't know, you know, the week of, of toughness. You don't have, there's no days off. You got 10 days in a row. So 10 days in a row. Yeah. Yep. You got, you got a, a sore shoulder, a bum knee or whatever. Well, don't you want a chance at 27 grand? Yeah. I'm going to get over that. Yep. And this is where they make their money in all reality. I mean, I mean, the top guys always have their sponsors, right? To get them through yep. and on the road. But if you want to put yourself ahead on the air, if you want your tax guy to say, wow, good job, this is where you do it. Exactly. There's a lot of money to be won. Yeah. And speaking of money, uh, a big one could happen this year, and he's in two events. He's sitting second in the bull riding. He's first in Saddlebrock, Stetson Wright. If you don't know that name, you you haven't watched very many of the rodeos. That's right. But, you know, he has an opportunity to pass Trevor Brazil in all-time earnings for the year, right? Yeah, for for season earnings. Mm-hmm. So you know, we'll start with the all around. He's he's at about three hundred twenty grand right now. Mm-hmm. And just to kind of give a a perspective, he's three hundred twenty thousand. He's led the all around for virtually all year. Mm-hmm. Second place is Peyton Bray, who's primarily a, a team roper with Eric Rogers. Peyton Bray's all around earnings this year is one hundred thirty five thousand. So Stetson has an $185,000 lead. Check my stats. I want to make sure I'm yep, right. you're right. And, uh, and so that would mean to me, we were kind of talking about this before, um, no, no disrespect to, you know, Peyton Bray, uh, no disrespect to, you know, guys like Clay Smith and Caleb Schmidt and Tuff Cooper that are in the top five of the all-around, but Stetson could not make a penny mm-hmm. in 10 days, and Peyton Bray could have, like, a career week mm-hmm. and Stetson would still have a pretty good chance of, you know, still winning at all. And so, I mean, and, and the idea of Stetson, right. Not making a dime in saddle bronc and bull riding, that's not going to happen. So it's, it's just a matter of, okay, is he going to break Trevor's record? And I believe that's, I don't have my stats in front of me, but mm-hmm. I believe that's 507,000 yes. is what the all around record is mm-hmm. that Trevor, uh, set. And, um, Stetson's got a he's got a chance of that, you yep. know. He makes 187, 190,000 and he'll get there. And honestly, when they're paying out 27, 28 grand a night and, you know, 68, 70,000 for an average, mm-hmm. you're you're going to get there. Right. Yeah. And the guy chasing him in the saddle bronc riding, he's probably rooming with rider, right? Brother Yeah. Is, yeah. Um, who's he's he's got ways to go. To, well, he's you know, he doesn't actually. He's pretty darn close to about twenty thousand. Yeah. So, 10, like, 10, I know we'll we'll get to like event per event here mm-hmm. in a second, but let's talk about just like some favorite stuff. I mean, those are the storylines we're talking about. So, mm-hmm. brothers going against each other, and and you know, Saddlebronk writes that's synonymous with with the well, pretty much any storyline you have. So, mm-hmm. the top two guys in the Saddlebronk brothers, and Stetson Wright hasn't won the Saddlebronk World Title yet. But he's number one in the uh, in the world standings. Number two is Ryder, who is three, two years older in sets, and he's got two world titles to himself already. Mm-hmm. Their uncle Spencer is in fourteenth place, I believe it is. Check my stats on that. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know he won the world title in two thousand fourteen, I believe it was two thousand thirteen. And so uh, you know he's he's at the bottom of the of the of the heap, I guess you could say, but. I mean that that's just a storyline right there that's going to rewrite itself 
for 10 straight days. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to keep it with right, but, you know, move on to the bull riding, which again, we'll, we'll go through a, uh, a, um, event by event breakdown, mm-hmm. you know, by, you know, yours truly and, and Mr. Sorensen mm-hmm. here, but, uh, Setson and, and Sage, uh, yeah. uh, Sage Kimsey, you know, Sage is synonymous with bull riding dominance over the last, uh, you know, seven, eight years. Um, that's going to be a heck of a, heck of a battle. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, and then you think about like, you know, new storylines, they, they introduced breakaway roping last year to the NFR. They're continuing with that and they have their own $200,000 pot. Wow. Um, and that's going to be in the, in the middle few, uh, days of, of the 10 day run. Um, and that's going to be separate from the Thomas and Mack center. The, uh, the breakaway mm-hmm. roping is going to be at the Orleans, I believe it okay. is, um, on the sixth and seventh. And so you got, you got ladies like, well, you know, well, again, we'll talk about it, but you got ladies like JJ Hampton who, and, and, uh, and Jackie Crawford, Jackie Crawford won the breakaway roping last year, world title last year. And that was her third, but she's got 20 world titles overall. JJ Hampton has 17 world titles overall for the WPRA, whether that's, you know, other roping disciplines, some all around titles. And so it's really cool to see rodeo kind of branch out. The breakaway roping is going to get a, a, you know, a, a more rodeo fans, but maybe a different type of fan as well. That's just nothing but good things for mm-hmm. rodeo. Absolutely. Well, let's break it down. Let's go through the bareback grinding. Starting off with the, you got Tilden Hooper leading the way. Best hair in the business. That's right. He does. You it. know, and I yeah. saw Coach Phil type, or I think it's better. You I'd know, say better. nothing against Coach <laughs> Phil. But I'm going to say Tilden's Hooper is fuller, mm-hmm. you know, and. Uh, yeah, he is getting up there in age. Phil is. <laughs> it's thinning out. <laughs> but, uh, you know, interesting tidbit about Tilden Hooper. Mm-hmm. I'm almost positive I saw him the other day when I was watching a little Yellowstone. Have you watched that show? Oh, yet? yeah. Yeah. That's a great show. Great show. Great show. We should have, mm-hmm. we should have a podcast while I watch just on Yellowstone. Yeah. It's a pretty intense one lately. Yeah, it is. But uh, anyway, so he's, you know, Tilden, he's got a new baby or less than a year old. He's got uh, an Oldsburg gold, uh, an Oldsburg buckle. He finally won Oldsburg after 13 years and of, uh, of being a, a, a bareback rider. Um, he's number one in the world right now. This is his eighth NFR. Number one in the world. He's got 162,000. But it is absolutely stacked in the top five standings. So you got Tilden Hooper. He hasn't won a world title yet, but he's, you know, he's a, uh, he's at the NFR pretty much every year. Mm-hmm. Then you got Tim O'Connell in, in, um, in second place, just like 6,000 behind him. He's a three-time world champion. He was number two in 2020. And that came down to the, uh, that came down to the 10th round <laughs> before Casey Field beat him. Uh, he was third place in 2019. And so the thing about Tim O'Connell is he's second place, even though he, the last two months of the season, he didn't even compete. He had a broken tailbone. They actually removed his tailbone. Ooh, and so um, besides one rodeo, a circuit final rodeo, uh, he hasn't competed in like five months. Um, so Tim O'Connell's coming in healthy yeah, uh, and rested. And then you got Clayton Bigelow in, in, uh, in third place. He was the 2019 champ. This is a sixth straight NFR. Caleb Bennett, he's got nine NFRs. He usually plays in the top seven every year. Mm-hmm. And then in fifth place, Casey Field, five-time world champion. So my pick, personally, is uh, I think Tim O'Connell is going to come away 
with it only because he's just been so rested. But of course, all these guys are relatively rested as well. I just, I'm tipping my hat to Tim O'Connell, but Losing I think. tailbone and coming back in that? Yeah, yeah. I think, That's hey, huge. and maybe he's more aerodynamic. I, I don't guess know. so. I don't know. More padding when you land. But I'd like to, I'd like to think like guys like Oren Larson and, and Richmond Champion. Mm-hmm. They're kind of on the outside. I think they're both in the top eight. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I looked for those guys to, um, to have you know good NFRs, but I'm I'm going to think it's going to be O'Connell. Mm-hmm. Well, let's move over to the the big men of the the sport, the, the steer wrestling, horsepower and torque. That's right. <laughs> Some dudes you don't pick a fight with in the beer garden. So no, uh-huh. no, no, <laughs> sir, no, sir at all. I mean, uh, and the steer wrestling. I want it's one of my favorite events, and I can never figure out who's going to win. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so again, kind of a log jam up top. You got uh, is it Jacob Talley? I think is number one in the world. Um, he's got a twenty five thousand mm-hmm. dollar lead. Um, but you know, let's look at the top six in in uh, in uh, let's see in uh, gosh in third place. Yeah, third place. Said, you got oh, Dakota. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah, pardon me. Dakota Eldridge in, in third place. Fourth place is Tyler Pearson, who won the world title in 2017 or 18. Mm-hmm. Uh, fifth place is Will Lummis. Uh, sixth place is uh, Tyler Wagisback, who's a two time world champion. Um, my $5,000 is the, the, di- the difference between third place, uh, Dakota, mm-hmm. and sixth place, Wagisback, 5000 So that's like a six-place go-around check. So that those world standings are going to change every single night. Yeah. Um, I'd like to think my pick is is Big Will. Uh, mm-hmm. Will Lummis, he, I think he uh, got a no time. I want to say it was a 2019 or 2018 NFR. He was dominating everybody. Got a no time, and had he not gotten a no time and just caught, he would have won the world title. So... He's my pick uh, to get it all, but I I love watching those big men. That's right. Really um, love watching those guys. Shout out to my a neighbor of my sisters down in the steer capital capital wrestling of the world in Chicago, Oklahoma, to Riley Duvall. Just had to throw that out there. I know my sister Abby listens to this, so I had to give her a shout out to her neighbor. Hello, hello. Um, and the next one we run into the team roping, which it's going to be a different one this year. We got one of the brothers who made it. Riley, unfortunately, has gotten hurt. So it'll be a little bit different. It's been so many years. I know that the minor brothers have been in the team roping together. It's just a kind of a given. They're going to right. be there. I know. Um, They've been there together. Riley mm-hmm. and Brady have been there together for 10 years. Mm-hmm. And this will be Brady's 12th NFR. He's roping with Derek Begay. Yeah. Um, that's a that's a cool setup because Derek Begay has been there, done that as well. You know, mm-hmm. longtime partner with Cesar De La Cruz. And, and uh, um, so I'm actually really looking forward to seeing how those guys work because they got a lot of experience. They've had a lot of winning. Um, so it's not one of those things where they're going to have to pump up each other. Um, I, I used the word log jam already, but it is a legitimate log jam at the top because you got Caleb Driggers and Junior Nagata. Mm-hmm. Um, Which the, you got. Junior's a hand. Yes. Yeah. You he's know, fun he, to watch. He's fun to watch. Uh, Destiny Guiza with uh, TG, mm-hmm. uh, Travis Graves. You know, Travis, TG has got 
this was his 13th NFR. I mean, that guy's got experience. Mm-hmm. And he's had so many close calls where he's placed second, third, top five many, many times. Uh, you know, you got Eric Rogers and Peyton Bray. And to be honest with you, they nearly won it all last year. Mm-hmm. Eric Rogers won it with Tor- Corey Petska in 2017. Uh, and then you got Jade Corkill and uh, Clay Smith. Jade's mm-hmm. got three world titles. Clay's got two. Um, honestly, uh, and then, you know, you got Derek Begay and, and, and Brady Miner. So Brady's mm-hmm. in 14th. Derek is in uh, uh, 10th place, I believe it is. So they're going to have to have, like, the greatest NFR ever, mm-hmm. and everybody above them has to fall apart. So their chances of the world title is pretty slim. That doesn't mean they can't win 100, right. 150, 200. They're going grand. to make some Christmas present money. Christmas present money. That's yeah. right. I think my pick uh, – it, this one was a tough one. My pick, though, is I'm going to go with Eric Rogers and Peyton Bray. I think they were so close last year, and Peyton was an NFR rookie last year, and the guy looked like a veteran. Mm-hmm. So I think they get it. I think the biggest thing for me on Team Rope at night is when they have a good night, and it's, everybody's throwing in the quicks. You know, oh, fours, I know. When you got fives. those three, 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 <laughs> yeah. four, three sixes, oh, my goodness. Yeah. When you think, like, what – What's really cool to watch, unless you're the one falling down in the in the <laughs> in the day standings, is like when you got a three six and you're like, wow, that's going to win money, and then nope, it wins. It goes into the seventh hole where it plays six deep. So the, when when the team roping just one ups each other, mm. oh my goodness, that's a fun night. To be it is a watching. fun night for watching. That's don't don't look away from tell your kids to be quiet. Yeah, yeah, things are about to be good. <laughs> So the next one we're going to roll into is Saddle Bronc. We've talked a little bit about it already because of Stetson Wright and Ryder Wright. It's a it's a family affair in that event, but there's still a lot of names that have been there. Even a guy at the bottom of it who, I remember the night that he won the world title, Wade Sundell, when they said, I would not want to be handcuffed to that guy tonight. Oh, so, I know. Um, I know. But it's just a, it's a, it's going to be a fun one to follow this year. You know, Wade Sundell, he's a, he, he works hard. He party parties hard too. <laughs> I think, uh, my favorite, uh, my favorite shirt of his. I remember he walked into a rodeo once. It wasn't in Olsberg. I can't remember what rodeo I was at, but he's wearing a shirt proudly saying "Rehabs for Quitters." So, I mean, that's <laughs> just the kind of, that's just the, the the kind of comedy and carefree attitude that that Wade has. I'm sure mm-hmm. there there might be people listening or or that could tell me some some funny or or scary stories about Wade. But I mean, you know, you bring him up though. You know, last year he was near death because uh, he got so hurt in the shoots with internal injuries and stuff like that. So for him to come back and have a, a you know, a good season or at least decent enough to, to come back in the the 14th hole. Um, I mean, my hat's off to him there. I, um, or pardon me, the 13th hole, but then one, one place below him, Cody DeMoss, Cody DeMoss, mm-hmm. he's 40 years old. His rookie year was 1999. Whew. 22, 23 years ago, and uh, this is his 14th NFR. Yeah. You know, in his younger years, him and, uh, you know, in the twilight of Billy Upbauer's career, I want to say it was 2005, where it's between Et Bauer and, and DeMoss, all the way down to the 10th round, and DeMoss took second place. So he's always going to be a fat. If you're in the NFR, you're a factor. But mm-hmm. DeMoss has had quite a bit of success. He's got way more than 2 million, one, I think 2.5, and, um, 
He'll be fun to watch, too. I'm just bummed he doesn't wrap the cigar anymore. I know, I know. Hot sauce to moss. That's or, right. With his, you know, his, uh, oh, the handlebar, his Raleigh yep. fingers, uh, Raleigh, handlebar, yep. uh, uh, handlebar mm-hmm. mustache. And, and uh, you know, he's there's a few, you know, funny stories or notable stories about him. But, you know, let's go back toward the top of the of the standings in the Saddlebronk. Um, I don't want to take anything away from, from anybody, but obviously the, the – the attention is going to be placed on the Wright brothers, Stetson Wright, Ryder Wright. Um, I think Ryder's 23, 24, Stetson's 21. Um, Stetson, you know, won the bull riding last year and, and the all-around. So, of course, you're thinking, well, will you get the triple crown? We haven't had a rough-stock triple crown winner since some guy named Ty Murray. Wow. Uh, you know, we're going back a couple of decades mm-hmm. for that. But, uh you know, whether he wins world titles or a triple crown or whatever it is, this guy's going to make money for a long time. So I, I look forward to Stetson. Um, you know, he's got a $11,000 lead. He's at $193,000. Uh, Ryder, you know, is 11,000 behind him with 182,000. Ryder's got two world titles uh, on his belt, literally on his belt. Brody Cress is... is uh, about forty grand behind Ryder in, in third place. The guy I really am kind of looking forward to, to watching is uh, Wyatt Casper because mm. Wyatt uh, he's in seventh place. Um, let's see, seventh or eighth place I think uh, this year, and you know he won one hundred seventy five thousand at the NFR just last year, wow. and he placed second in the NFR average, second in the world with three hundred twenty thousand. So he won three hundred twenty grand. Still didn't win it, but he had a heck of a NFR, and I believe that was his first NFR. So he's my kind of guy to watch. My pick, I keep on going back and forth on Ryder or Stetson. Do you, do you, what do you think? I, I'm going to go with – I'm going to say Ryder because yeah. that was my first initial pick, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it's uh, if he can stay healthy. His brother's got a heck of a week ahead of him, so we'll see. Either way, it's going to be good watching, right? It'll be fun to watch that for sure. Yeah. So we're ready to roll into the next one. Calf roping. That's another event that I make sure I sit down and watch. We got a big one. Another guest of the pod, Shane Hanchy, sitting in first place. But uh, it's always fun to see these guys get out there. Oh, and hold on, let's introduce them correctly. A former podcast guest. That's right, Shane Hanchy. Shane Hanchy. Yeah. That's right. Very, Sorry, I didn't. I mean wish we had him on because we had about we talked beforehand. We got some LSU football. I talk know. We, we, I mean, there's been so much, and LSU we got some stuff. baseball talk because our our Mariners are making moves against his Astros. I know. We'll see I know. If we God. can nip them. Next, well, you know next what? Year. Tell you what. We'll maybe we'll get them on a special yes. Christmas episode. Now we go. Now we're talking. Yeah. But it's going to be a, a good week uh, watching that. Shane has got twelve straight NFRs on his belt now. Mm-hmm. I mean, that guy—he won the world title in 2013. Mm-hmm. He won the American this year, and that's when we talked to him in in uh, right. late February, early March of uh, of this year. He's got one hundred seventy-five thousand dollars won. That's forty-two thousand dollars more um, than than uh, Weston Hughes. Um, you know, he was, he was third in the world last year. He was second in the world in 2019. He was third in 2010. So again, top 15, you're always a factor, but this guy is seriously amongst the leaders every single year. Mm -hmm. Um, but again, let's, this, this is a who's who we talk about like Mm -hmm. who's who, you know, earlier in the podcast, but so third place, Shad Mayfield, last year's champion, fourth place, Caleb Schmidt, who's a two-time world champion, um, fifth place is Tough Cooper. 
three-time calf roping champion. He won the, he won the all around title in 2017. Um, so he's a four-time world champion. Marcos Costa is a 2017 champion. And then further on down, Marty Yates, Corey Solomon, Hunter Heron, those Mm -hmm. guys always make so much money in the NFR. And so my pick, um, I'd like to think that, uh, you know, a little side note here. I'd like to think Caleb Schmidt will make up for lost time because, remember, he got bumped out of the NFR last year due to some COVID stuff. Um, That's you know, right. At the last, at the last minute, um, mm-hmm. he got he got bumped for some COVID stuff, and um, so he didn't get to compete. Mm-hmm. And uh, so maybe that will give him a chip on his shoulder. I don't know. And But my pick is I. it's going to be hard to pick against Shane Hanchi. Yeah. It'll be a lot of fun to watch in this thing. We get into the next event, which it's a 50 split. Usually we might go get a beer during this one. But with this uh, NFR lineup we got, we might want to stick around and watch. The barrel racing. I think so. Yeah, it'll be a good one to watch for sure. Yeah. Uh, you know, top top on the list is Haley Kenzel. Will mm-hmm. she win her fourth straight? I mean, four in a row. Wow. The last person to do that is a lady named Charmaine James. Mm-hmm. And, and so Haley and sister. Mm-hmm. And I know she brings a couple of different horses with her. I know uh, Brittany uh, Posey Tanasi brought four horses with her. I saw that wow. on, on Twitter or Facebook mm-hmm. or whatever social media it was the other day. So these ladies bring multiple horses. But, you know, when you think of Haley Kinsel, you're thinking of sister. Mm-hmm. Um, she's number one again in the world title and the world championship race. Jordan Briggs, um, who used to be Jordan Peterson, mm. uh, she came to uh, – she won the NF. She went to the NFR in 2009. That year, she won Ellensburg. She won Ellensburg again this year. She's on her way to the NFR again. And uh, she there's really not that much distance between Haley and Jordan, but Haley's going to be Haley's going to be really really tough to beat. Um, you know, all the way down to 15th uh, or pardon me, 14th place is Lisa Lockhart. She's gone to 15 NFRs in a row. Wow. That says something about her experience and her horsepower. Um, you got mm-hmm. uh, Emily uh, Emily Miller, um, mm-hmm. and I actually, I'm she's a hyphenated name now, I, I, Emily Miller Beasel. I, I was going to ask you something. Last yeah. year she got kind of called out on social media, which proves that social media people are just punks. Right. And maybe we should have had your wonderful uh, wife on as a guest here, Paige, but she got called out because um, – she had rubber bands um, attached to her wrist that went, you know, and mm-hmm. hooked up to the saddle horn. And people were saying, well, that's cheating. Well, of course it's not cheating. But she was just saying it kept me disciplined mm-hmm. in keeping my right form or correct form or positioning. So your wife, who is uh, more accomplished in the arena than both of right. I, <laughs> uh, had, had, had she, have you ever heard of that? Uh, you know, I know she's You a, know, I remember the conversations, but I don't remember the conversations. Okay. I see. But if it's not in the rule book. Well, I don't know. Do hey, go hey, ahead. That goes. Hey, hey. Nobody called her out for it, and she had a heck of an NFR. Yeah. You know, she won mm-hmm. 117000 at the NFR last year alone. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I look to her to be kind of somebody to watch, but right now you can't pick against Haley Kinzel, and that's mm-hmm. who's my pick for the world title. Her and sister, right? Kayleen, Haley yeah. and sister. That's yeah. right. Well, as we wrap this one up, we got to the a really exciting one that's going to be a pretty good duel, punch him, knock him out fight between Sage Kimsey and Stetson Wright. 
But it's also the has some of the coolest names in the whole event. When the bottom, you got Roscoe, Boudreaux, you got a name named Creek. So, yeah. Uh, so, you know, first of all, great we, names, right? Roscoe, hmm? Boudreaux, yeah. Creek. I mean, come on now. Sage, Creek. Right. I mean, those are those are names, mm-hmm. right? That's right. Yeah. So if you're looking, if you got a, uh, you have a son or daughter, or pardon me, I guess I should say son, mm-hmm. you want to name him after a bull rider, just look at the bull riding standings mm-hmm. this year. Um, you know, last year was, a was you know, Sage Kimsey was going for world title number seven and, and some guy named Stetson Wright knocked him off his perch. Mm-hmm. And I kind of compare Sage this year to Trevor Brazil in 2006. So mm-hmm. pardon me, let's go down memory lane here. In 2005, Trevor Trevor had won 02, 03, 04, the all around. Mm-hmm. And then in 2005, Ryan Jarrett beat him. Mm-hmm. And I remember in 2006, ain't nobody was beating Trevor. And I specifically remember talking to him in Ellensburg. We're walking into the arena before, um, uh, before one of the perps, and he said, that lit a fire into me, and I'm, I I wanted to be unstoppable. And to me, and he was, mm-hmm. and he won the all-around and then won it 10 years in a row, 11 years in a row, if I remember correctly, um, until 2016 when they all took a break to do the elite rodeo mm-hmm. athletes for yeah. a year. But uh, um, I, I kind of look at Sage as, as that way um, this year as well, is he had a you know, he had a good season in terms of earnings, but he got beat. And uh, I I look at him as he's got a he's got two hundred sixty five thousand uh, dollars made and uh, off the top of my head that's that's a couple of uh, go around paychecks ahead of um, Stetson right so Stetson's got a little bit of ground to make up um, but you got Creek Young mm-hmm. in fourth place he won about six thousand dollars in Allsburg, uh this year. Uh, you know, another name that's going to get all the attention again is some dude named J.B. Mooney. That's right. $7 million man for PBR stuff. And mm-hmm. and that guy just bleeds, sweats, and spits rodeo. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he's number six. You know, the thing is, he's like one hundred fifty grand behind Sage Kimsey. So yeah. the likelihood of win- him winning a PRCA title, pretty slim, but he's going to win money. Yeah. And uh, he'll be able to play a little bit of a... Spoiler. Yeah, yeah, you know, may, maybe you will. Maybe mm-hmm. you will. So I my pick is I I, I don't see anybody beating Sage this mm-hmm. year. So it's gonna be a fun one to watch duel it out for ten days, that's for sure. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And then our final event, you know, we kind of made reference to it. You know, it won't be in the Thomas and Mac, mm-hmm. um, but it will be at the Orleans Arena on the sixth and seventh of December. They'll do five rounds on the sixth and, and Monday the sixth and five rounds on Tuesday the seventh is the breakaway roping. And you know, last year we mentioned it, Jackie Crawford won it, uh her third breakaway title, uh, for her twentieth title overall in uh, women's pro rodeo. This year, um, you know, the top two ladies are are uh, uh Shelby Boyce Jolie mm-hmm. uh and uh Sawyer Gilbert. There's about $2,000 to separate the two of them. Uh, Shelby is in her second straight NFR or NF, NFBR, National mm-hmm. Finals Breakaway. Um, and Sawyer's in, she's a rookie. Um, I'd like to think that Shelby's going to win it all. That's my that's my pick. But let's talk about another Hanchi, mm-hmm. Taylor Hanchi, uh, Shane's uh, wife. Uh, they were recently married, I want to say, right. this spring, mm-hmm. if I remember her correctly. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, I believe she's the first one to be a, a NFR barrel racer that also does NFR breakaway, um, which is great and everything like that. That's a headline. But at the end of the day, let's just make money. Yeah. Whether you're Shane Hanchy or, yeah. or Taylor Hanchy. But my, my pick for breakaway is uh, is uh, uh, Shelby Boyster Lee. And uh, um, it'll, it'll just be good rodeo year round or, yeah. you know, day after day. That's awesome. I think the uh, the only thing I'm not excited about is I won't be down there. Yeah, um, we uh, in a moment of budgeting and mm. uh, frugality and peace of mind and using our smarts, being adults, we decided. You know what? We we just made a family trip down to California to see some family uh, earlier this month, and we decided. You know what? Let's. Uh, save a little uh, of the greenbacks i guess and mm-hmm. and not go down so i'm i'm gonna be with you i'll be either watching in my house or i'll mm-hmm. be watching it right here because we got a big screen here and you're That's right you're the big screen to couch to refrigerator ratio here in your studio is the mobile studio much more convenient for me it's way more convenient yeah. we are gonna have to do that a few nights of watching it while we uh actually i'll be excited because the next episode will be opening night of the nfr yeah. And Sammy will be back in town Sammy for the will sports. Be back, yeah. He's not a rodeo guy, so we'll be kind of excited to watch him and maybe get his comments throughout the whole episode recording. And But I'm fired up. I know that I'm going to get my fantasy rodeo turned in tonight. I just can't wait. It's going to be a good one. It's nice, especially you know the break between Thanksgiving and Christmas. You got the NFR. So The NFR, yeah. It's just it's just such a it, – it is kind of like Christmas. You know, you look forward to it mm-hmm. every year. Absolutely. And it's 10 straight days, and it's just – it, somebody's life changes. I don't want to yeah. be dramatic, but somebody's life changes. Life changing money. It is. Like, I know I could find a spot for 30, 40 grand. A day. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be mean, okay with that. that that's life changing money. That's right. Yeah. Well, speaking of money and sponsors, thank you again. Huge thank you to McGregor Company. Give them, check them out. You have some fertilizer needs, some spraying needs, seed needs. Give them a call. And congratulations and thank you to the world famous Ellensburg Rodeo. Uh, we do have a couple of fun ideas coming up. We won't spoil them before the year is over with, with some more rodeo episodes. Maybe we're going to maybe try to find some princesses and a queen that maybe are done with their duties. Yeah. And we'll get them on the mic to see That's some right. post stuff for them. So let me, can I make a quick mm-hmm. uh, tidbit about that? So yeah. uh, the queen, the, the Royal Court coronation, the Royal Court pageant mm-hmm. uh, is going to be late January. I'll keep it a little bit generic right now because we'll be talking about rodeo a few more times before late January. But, um, you know, if you're interested um, in some pageant information, there's some horsemanship, you know, beyond the pageant, which is the, you know, presentation and the formality of things. These ladies have to know what they're doing as well. So there's there's horsemanship and more off the cuff, uh, on the spot kind of stuff that goes along with that. That might not, that the public might not know mm-hmm. is is available. So we'll we'll keep you posted on that. But that's always a, a fun time to watch the ladies. Um, I don't want to say compete for the crown, but definitely it's a very competitive and incredibly supportive uh, kind of atmosphere. So we'll keep mm-hmm. you all posted on that too. Absolutely. It's going to be a fun month wrapping this year up. And uh, you know what? And I can't leave this without a big shout-out. Go Cougs. We beat the Huskies in the <laughs> Apple Cup. And we didn't just beat them. It was a butt whooping. It so, was a slaughter. It might have That's been right. a drought for eight years or whatever it was, but it was worth it. That's right. Just That's to see the to keep To put a rodeo spin on it, the Huskies definitely had a no time. Yeah. And the uh, the Cougs had uh, an arena record. 100%. Yeah. So 
until next time, look forward to you guys. Thank you so much for listening. We look forward to future episodes, and we will be back with more as this thing rolls on. Enjoy your next 10 days of watching Rodeo.